Hey there, and welcome back to First Glance with Jody Vance. Why did I say welcome back? Because this is actually, I guess, a second glance as we welcome Ian Patterson, the uh, CEO of Pluralock. Ian, I'm really excited to talk with you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's great to be back. So in our short lifespan of this series of First Glance with, with Jody Vance, I have probably quoted you and your story most of any com company that we've spoken with or spoken about here on the program, because I, I truly believe that the mass majority of people on the planet will be like, I need that, plural lock. So uh, give the elevator talk for those who maybe hadn't seen the first episode, but I highly recommend that you watch all of it. But can you give us sort of a, a, a where you're coming from before you give us the update? Happy to. Well, the reality is I think you're absolutely correct. Everybody does need cybersecurity solutions. So my name is Ian Patterson, CEO here of Pluralock Security. We are a AI cyber software company, which means that we use artificial intelligence and human behavior as a form of authentication. Um, we recently just went public on the Toronto Stock Exchange venture. Uh, very excited to be, thank you, very excited to be back talking to you and, um, and really letting you know about the things that we said that we were going to do and that we've actually done. So it comes to, I had to change my email password for my work from home for my corporate email with the multi-factor and the what did I put a number there did I put a special character there like would you want to completely reset everything yes everything explodes I can no longer use my phone my laptop doesn't work my desktop doesn't work uh, I'm on the help help desk phone I mean the idea that I could just sit down touch my mouse and do a few keystrokes and it could all say oh that's Jody that's what you're putting on the table here. Well, correct. And, and what you're hitting on is that you, you can actually have security that is too good, which means that it's preventing everybody from getting in, even the authorized you yourself. So what's happened over, over the last couple of years is that there's been a realization that in order to properly secure IT systems, they still have to be usable by the people who are there to do their work. The people who are employed by a bank, for instance, are not there to type in a login and password every 90 seconds. They're, they're there to do their job. And with security teams have to grapple with that dichotomy between keeping things very, very secure, but then also keeping things usable. And what happens in practice is that there's always a trade-off between something that's maybe a little bit too secure versus not really quite usable enough. And that's right section between security and usability is really where Pluralock fits. So for us, we want to be a business enabler, actually that. helping businesses stay secure and be productive at the same time. A business enabler. Let's tell people your stock symbol. So in case they want to log on while we're having this discussion, it is P-L-U-R, P is in Peter, L-U-R is the stock symbol for Pluralock Securities Inc. Ian Patterson is the CEO. Now give us the update. What's the latest? Absolutely. Well, uh, just before Christmas, we put out an update and we said, here are some things that you can expect from us um, over, over 2021. And really these, these catalysts to expect from Pluralock are all driven ultimately from our customers. So it always starts from what are the customers telling us that they want or that they need? And then how can we as Pluralock be an enabler for them? How can we deliver against those against those? One of the big things that, that I think nobody's going to be surprised by, but is, is a reality now, which is that there's significantly more work from home than there was this time two years ago. As I point to my studio. home? <laughs> yes. yes. My living room? 
And what happens is that businesses are trying to adapt to this new environment. Now, in a lot of cases, there is both a security concern as well as a regulatory concern at play. So the security concern would be Jody is working from her home. How do we make sure that it's actually Jody who's working on her corporate work laptop? Because right. it's very easy, and I'm sure we can all imagine that it'd be very easy for somebody else in Jody's home to maybe sit down and, and want to go check their email on the laptop. Now, from a perspective, it's not great, but it's not terrible. In, in other words, if, if it's somebody else at Jody's house, probably they're going to be a family member. You know, it's one degree of separation. It's not as threatening, let's say, as, as somebody completely different. But from a regulatory standpoint, you may actually have, you as a business may actually have obligations around PCI or uh, similar regulatory standards that say, look, you not only need to have the correct security controls in place to make sure that sensitive data like first name, last name, phone numbers, email address, social security number, social insurance number, you need to make sure that the controls are in place to, to verify that only the authorized people have access to that data. Because the, the opposite of that is the wrong people have access to the data and now you have a data breach. So while, while we've had this uh, pandemic on the go and businesses are now realizing, look, we need to figure out to accommodate this new work environment, one of the big uh, enablers for that has been virtual, virtual desktop solutions or remote access solutions. And basically, the is that if I'm logging in from home, I'm logging into my corporate desktop somewhere else, I can remotely access it. Or maybe I'm logging into a, a desktop in the cloud. And in this way, the data itself is kept secure in the right. cloud or, or in the office. Um, but you still have that problem of how do you know that it's actually Jody on the other end of that laptop? Now, what we've announced this morning is that Pluralock has, uh, has just recently received patent pending on a solution to continuously authenticate people when they're logging in remotely. So I may be on my desktop and I may be logging in remotely. And from that remote perspective, we can continuously authenticate and make sure that it is in fact Jody who's on the other end of that laptop. How? <laughs> that's, that's what's in my head right now. How could you possibly, I mean, this is genius. So patent pending on this technology, what does that mean for somebody who's looking at, at Pluralock as an investment? Well, I think ultimately, again, this comes back to what are we doing for customers? So we believe that this is the new normal, that even when the vaccines get rolled out and we start seeing some amount of, of return to the office, there is going to be now a shift to a greater percentage of the population. We'll just be accessing computers from different places. Um, you know, the uh, uh, one of the things that, that is uh, trending right now is this concept of 322, which is that uh, people might actually go into the office three days a week. They might work remotely at a Starbucks or at their home two days a week, and then they have two days off. And this is in, in contrast to the traditional, you know, nine to five, five day a week work week. What that means though, is that businesses and organizations now have to deal with the fact that they can't reliably count on uh, business users always coming into the office to do sensitive uh, work. And so Pluralock has seen this. Um, we've certainly been in, in conversations with, with our customers and prospective customers. And being able to deliver this capability has been a request. Um, just even this morning, we received uh, an, uh, uh, an inbound email from a uh, large multinational bank, and they're grappling with the solution. How do we protect our data, even in light of people working remotely? 
Word's getting out, Ian. I would agree. Uh, we've been very fortunate to, to get a lot of notoriety, particularly with Cisco public process. Um, and, and we're excited, you know, we really see this as just being the start of uh, really a new wave of, of thinking about uh, secure workloads, particularly when it comes to, uh, you know, internal business users. We're excited for you. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask just for that little heritage piece of how this all came about, or where you're located and the team that really came upon the AI at the root of your company. Can you give us just that little story? I love it so much. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the, the gems of Pluralock, which is that we have, we really have two businesses. We have the, uh, the business of going out and satisfying customers. And then in the back room or in the back cave, depending on the metaphor, we have a crack team of PhD data scientists who were the brainchilds really for behavioral biometrics. Now, it's worth pointing out that the idea of recognizing people based on their behavior uh, dates back as far as World War II. So Morse code operators could identify one another by their unique speed and cadence of how they were tapping on the telegraph machines. It's that same concept then is, has advanced and evolved into uh, being able to do similar capabilities on keyboard, mouse, touchscreens, um, and the new ways that we interact with technology. So part of the competitive advantage that we have at, here at Pluralock, both like the patents that we have and our, and our filing, um, but it's really the people. And it's, it's the people who have the capability and credibility um, of having worked on this problem for, for a good number of years. Um, and that's why we're able to, uh, to respond quite quickly to customer demand and be able to deliver on these capabilities. I just love that story so much. As I said off the top, I've told so many people about your company. I think it is just brilliant what, what you're bringing to the table and such a game changer for so many that somebody could sit down, uh, the likes of Mozart down at that piano and it could say, good evening, sir, and be prepared with the music. You know, it's just... It, it is such a game changer and, and certainly for, for people of all ages and all levels of technical ability. I mean, if we could find a way for the AI to understand that this is my dad in care with Alzheimer's who's just picked up his iPad to be able to know that how to do it. And it says, okay, call Jody. You know, th there's so many ways that this can go that, that could just change humanity for the better. So Ian, I thank you for your time. And thank you to all of the team in the Batcave because uh, I find this story to be one that is such a great Canadian success story. Really appreciate it, Jody, And look forward to be coming back with you when we have uh, our next tick mark uh, to announce. I want it. Give me the exclusive. You know I want it, Ian. Thank you so much. Make it a great day and congratulations. Thanks, Eddie.